quarantine been uh, as a whole? I mean, I'm sure the world the world's like falling apart. But uh, how has quarantine been for you and the family? Uh, all in all, it's it's been good, man. Um, you know, I still had access to some training. Um, so, you know, it wasn't the worst thing. The only thing that sucked for me was that I was in New Zealand training at City Kickboxing when this whole thing, like, really hit. So, um, you know, that sucked that I had to get my, my trip cut really soon. But um, aside from that, man, um, you know, again, I'm fortunate to be from a, a small town where, you know, I still have access to, to small gyms and stuff like that. So... So yeah, that's how it's been, brother. What was uh, what was the return home like? Was it just like get back on a flight as soon as you can? And did you have any troubles getting in? Yeah, man. So like, my girlfriend and I flew out about a week before like Trudeau announced that everybody needs to get home or you're gonna die, kind of thing, you know. So that was kind of our situation. It just kind of popped off like you know, a week after we, we touched down. So yeah, it was, a uh, it was a tough call, man. But, uh, you know, at, at the time, nobody knew what was going on. So yeah, here we are. Yeah. I'm in, uh, I'm in Nova Scotia. So we're like next door, essentially. Um, I have no access to any sort of, I mean, there's regular gyms and whatnot. You can lift weights, but there's not a whole lot of access to like jujitsu or any sort of martial arts gym. Is that the same there in New Brunswick? Uh, no, so the gyms are starting to open up. Um, just like, you know, my boxing gym is, is opened up. Um, I'm not sure what guys are doing for jujitsu right now, but um, I think there's, you know, like small get togethers going on and stuff. And, uh, but yeah, you know, things, things are starting to open up here. Um, I, I'm pretty sure we have less cases than you guys as well, though. Um, but yeah, things, things are slowly starting to, to pick up back here. So I'd like to start a little bit about, uh, your MMA journey because you, especially here in Atlantic Canada, there's not a whole lot of, uh, mixed martial artists. Like, you know, there's TJ Grant and John McDessie and Gavin, Gavin Tucker, but there really isn't uh, a whole lot of MMA, uh, prospects coming out of Atlantic Canada. So what got you involved in the sport? Before I forget, man, I always, uh, forget to mention, um, my boy, Ryan Jimmo, we always forget about Ryan Jimmo. So yeah. shout out to Ryan. Um, but what got me started, bro, I, I come from a Taekwondo background and, um, you know, I, I did that from, uh, from the age of six to about 13. And, uh, then I kind of got like jumped right into MMA around 14, 15, there was a there's a local gym around here called Okudin Fight Club. Uh, shout out to Sensei Britt Neckerson, who was like my original MMA coach, and uh, that's that's kind of how I got started, man. And uh, I've I've traveled. I've been to TriStar and uh, you know Rufus Sport and a couple gyms uh, up in Arizona, Power MMA. But yeah, man, that's that's kind of how I got started. Speaking of uh, speaking of TriStar, a uh, TriStar legend and a Canadian MMA legend is getting inducted in the UFC Hall of Fame. I was surprised that it, well he wasn't already in there. Um, have you ever had the chance to to work with George? And uh, what's your thoughts on George um, overall? 
Yeah, man. So uh, I've done a couple classes like where um, George has taught um, when I was, you know, like 21, 22, uh, just fresh at TriStar. Um, I never actually got to like roll or spar with him. Um, you know, that, that would be a dream of mine for sure. Um, but he, he's a super nice guy, man. Just just the vibe I get from him. I tell people a funny story. The first time I met him, um, I was in the bathroom at TriStar. And uh, the urinals are like, you know, me to this wall <laughs> apart, right? like right, right beside yeah. each other. And uh, all I hear is this voice. It's like, you cannot make these any closer, eh? <laughs> and uh, I turn around, it's George. And, uh, you know, he told me I had a nice tattoo and stuff. And me being like this 21, 22-year-old kid, right? I just totally starstruck. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, he seems like an awesome dude, man. And as far as, like, his legacy... You know, he's definitely up there on my list um, for pound for pound goat. You know, so yeah, yeah. It's hard to deny him as pound for pound goat now. Now that he has that second belt under his uh, to his resume, it's really hard to deny him, man. He's so dominant and such a great guy as well. Uh, I wish I the same thing, man. If I had the chance to meet him, I would pay a ridiculous amount of money to do so. Um, something about your career that I, that I noticed is seven of your fights, your last seven have all been with elite one MMA. Why have you stuck with that organization for so long? Um, long story short, man, like they just, you know, like there's no reason for me to travel if, if they can get me fights, they, they pay me well because I'm, I'm the local guy, you know, and I, I, I bring in. I bring in the dough per se for them, right? So it's a it's a business relationship, you know, and I and I, I appreciate them and, and what they've done for my career and, and bringing me up and all that, right? So so yeah, man, you know, there there hasn't really been a point of me traveling. And I've I've been in discussion and fighting in different promotions, but um you know, like either it was like short notice or like or like they're, they're just not nearly paying me as well, man. So it's like there's, you know, there's, there's no point. If, if I can make it to the UFC by fighting locally and, and having things on better terms for myself, then hell yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's uh, one thing I noticed now about the Contender Series is they just brought in two, two young Canadians and uh, TJ Laramie and Anthony Romero. What do you think it'll take for you to get noticed by the UFC or – bellator one of these other organizations yeah i think i'm already on the radar man and you know i we're we're working on some things right now so like because of this whole covid thing uh excuse me because of this whole covid thing um we have to work on a work visa right now yeah. and so that's that's what uh my manager and my coaches and i are working on but uh I would uh, I would love my shot on on contender series with these these fellow Canadians, man. So uh, you know either that or straight on the UFC. I'm 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 down for either or. I'm I'm ready for that now, man. So yeah. As someone who's on the outside looking in, what are your thoughts on on Dana White and and the UFC as a whole putting together Fight Island and and giving opportunities to these guys who may not be able to get into the United States? Even though, like, not right now, but like at the beginning when they were like pushing it, um, as someone on the outside, do you think it was a good idea to just be like, let's go ahead, put on these fights, or do you think you know they probably should have taken a step back and continued with the other sports? 
Uh, what do you mean by continue with the other like, sports? Because like soccer and, and NFL and, and hockey, oh, they okay. waited until later on, like in late, mid-August or late July. UFC kind of rushed to get get these cards out. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean now. Um, yeah, man, I, I think it's a great thing, you know. Um, it gives guys who want to continue fighting and, and competing and making a living to, to do so, right? So... You know, I, I I try not to, um, you know, express my opinion too much on the whole COVID thing because you know everybody everybody has a, the right to their their opinion, et cetera, right? But like, you know, in, in my opinion, if you want to compete, then then compete, and if if you don't, if you don't want to take that risk or whatever your thoughts are, then don't, right? But at least. At least uh, the UFC is giving guys a platform who who want to compete right now throughout this whole thing, right? So I think it's a it's an awesome thing, man. Speaking of Fight Island, there's a there's a big main event there. Uh, I'll stick with your division. Uh, the main event is Jorge Masvidal uh, taking a fight on six days' notice, which is crazy across the world. He's eating pizza on the plane. It's it's insane, and he's fighting Kamaru Usman. What's your thoughts, I guess, on Jorge taking the fight on such short notice, especially with potentially his only ever title shot at stake? And uh, your thoughts on the the fight? Who do you think is going to win? You know what, man? I think Jorge's a smart guy. You know, and uh, you know, I I don't know if I buy the whole pizza thing. You know, like. I don't know if that's just kind of a gimmick, you know, to, you know, to, to get us thinking he's eating pizza, basically, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think he's a smart guy, man. And like you said, you know, this might be his only title opportunity. So either he's getting paid big money or, you, you know, um, you know, he, he's been well prepared for this. So, again, I think he's a smart guy. And, um you know, he, he wouldn't take this fight if he didn't think he could win it or, you know, he's he's set for life, right? So um, I think he made the right call. And as far as the fight goes, um, if I was a betting man, which I'm not when it comes to fighting, but if I was, hypothetically speaking, um, I'd, I'd probably put my money on Usman winning a decision. But um I do think if Usman doesn't stick to the game plan and, and try to wrestle him um, and think that he can go in there and strike with Masvidal, I I don't think that's going to play out well for him. So I think Masvidal's he's just a lot more fluid on the feet. Like Usman's Usman's got really solid fundamentals, you know, like uh, that Henry Hoof walk you down kind of you know real good basic, but um, I I do think Jorge will light him up if they stay stay upright. But we'll see, man. We'll find out Saturday, right? It's a fight. Yeah, in the uh, in the co-main event, um, Alexander Volkanovsky, um, he's squaring off against uh, Max Holloway. What's your prediction for that one? Obviously, Alexander Volkanovsky looked very, very impressive last time out. Max Holloway, arguably the greatest featherweight of all time. Do you think he avenges his loss, or do you think Volkanovsky gets it done again? Man, I really like both those guys, so it's uh, you know, it's tough to pick a winner. But uh, again, if I was a betting man, I'm kind of leaning towards Volkanovski. Uh, I think he's a really smart fighter. Um, 
he's a big guy for the weight class. He's a good athlete, you know, like he's kind of got all the tools. Um, I, I like his style. He, he faints well, you know, he knows how to, how to use his body type to get on the inside and then the leg kicks. And so, you know, um, if I was a betting man, I, I guess I'm leaning towards Volkanovski, but I love Max too, man. So, um, yeah, may the best man win. You've uh, speaking of um, Volkanovski, you went to you went to Australia, New Zealand, uh, spent some time at City Kickboxing. What was it like being over there, and what was the decision behind going over there to get some work in? Uh, I loved it there, man. I was unfortunately I was only there for like a week and a half. Um, I was supposed to spend six weeks in New Zealand and, and four weeks just training at City, but um, you know that got cut short. But um, for the time being, man, it, it was awesome. You know, um, you know, I, I made some friends there. I made a good relationship with uh, Doug Vinny, who's like the head kickboxing coach there. You know, so at least I made the connections, and uh, you know, I, I love the style there, man. What uh. What brought me there is that uh, I'm I'm a big fan of Israel Adesanya, yeah. and uh, you know where the way that I like to fight, um, I kind of like what they're doing up there, you know. So I just wanted to to test it out, really, dude. And uh, I I messaged their Instagram, and somebody got back to me, and uh, that, that was a wrap. <laughs> is that I, I flew there like two months later? Yeah. Is that the plan? Once once all this COVID thing. Is- is over with is the plan to go back and and maybe get that six weeks in we'll see bro we'll see how life plays out you know um but i definitely at some point i do want to go back there's definitely unfinished business there you know um but yeah i, I don't know if i'm gonna go there right away or anything because you know it is on the other side of the world and yeah. takes a takes a bit of planning but um i, de- I definitely want to go back man You've spent some time, and you had some hard times either finding a fight or you were out. What was what was the reason for such a long layoff uh, between your last two fights? Man, it, it's been, like, just hard to get fights, bro. It's been hard to get fights, you know? Um, yeah, like, every three months I think I'm fighting and some, something happens, you know, and it's, it's 95% of the time it has nothing to do with me, you know, it's either the promotion or, you know, the fighter gets injured or whatever, right, but, um, but yeah, man, I've, I've been trying, bro, <laughs> like, yeah, um, and that's why, again, why, why I'm grateful for Elite One, right, because at the end of the day, man, they, they get me fights, you know, and they give me a good notice to prepare and, you know, so, but yes, as far as the the inactivity, man, you know, part of it has been may, maybe a little bit my fault because I, I do like, you know, a decent training camp. But that being said, I, I've accepted all kinds of fights, bro. Like, and, you know, they just didn't manifest. So, yeah. For a timeline uh, to your return, is, is there, is there, is it six weeks out? Is it eight weeks out? What sort of notice do you, would you need right now for, for a fight? I mean, you know, I would like six weeks um, just because the thing is, too, bro, I'm, I'm a big 170, right? <laughs> it has more to do with with the, the weight cut than it has to do with, like, 
the preparation, I guess. You know, the preparation's nice too, but you know, I, I would like six weeks, but say in a month from here when, you know, I'm I'm in really good shape because I, I just kind of got back to full time training, you know. Um give give me three weeks to make weight and you know, I'll I'll fight pretty much anyone, bro, as long as it's uh UFC related. So yeah. I like that, man. I, I think staying ready is the key, especially throughout the pandemic. I mean, you've seen people get opportunities on two or three days notice. Uh, Justin James, for example, I, I interviewed him on a Monday and on Saturday he was fighting. It was it was crazy. Um, so I think like staying ready was the uh, is the key there. Um, for example, if you got a call from the UFC, is that something you'd be willing to, to take on a short notice or is it uh, or are you just I need a full camp regardless? Yeah, hell yeah, man. Like I said, um, you know, give me a month <laughs> or a couple weeks even to get me back in, in, in peak condition. Because the thing that I'm learning, brother, is just like I can't be in peak condition all the time, you know? It's just not the way my body works. And, again, I'm a big guy for the weight class, right? So I do like a little heads up, but, like, when I'm in that peak shape, all I need is, you know, two, three weeks to actually make the weight. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So um, that's that's kind of where my head's at, man. Like some guys are lucky, you know, they, they walk around, you know, like somewhat close to their weight class and whatever, right? Unfortunately, man, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a big dude, right? I'm a big welterweight, you know? And uh, so I can't – I can't stay – you know, around 185, 190 all the time, you know? So, yeah, that's that's where my head's at with that. For for people who uh, maybe haven't seen your fights, who aren't aware of, of who you are, what what fight of yours would you say, hey, that's the one you got to watch? Um, you know what, man? The first thing that comes to mind was my third professional fight. Um, you know, even though it was a ways back, I felt like that was, like, one of my best performances. Like, just, yeah, I just felt like I was in my full flow state, you know? And uh, even my last fight, man, it wasn't my, I wouldn't say my most exciting fight. But um, I felt like I, I got real loose out there and, uh, you know, I did some fun things, so... But yeah, man, I uh, I got a ton of fights on YouTube, so check them all out. <laughs> if five finishes too, so uh, five of eight, that's a really good ratio. Thanks, bro. Yeah. And uh, last question before I uh, before I let you go, what sorts of things have you been doing throughout the pandemic, non MMA related, to uh, to keep your uh, keep your mind occupied? Like what TV shows, what video games, what sorts of things have you been doing? So that's one of my biggest problems, bro, is that, like, I don't really have any hobbies. <laughs> so when when I'm not training, you know, I'm, like, I, I, I just like to stay active, man. You know, I, uh, you know, I go rollerblading. Uh, I got a paddleboard, which is a lot of fun. I go hiking, you know. I just, I love being, you know, in shape and being an athlete. And I love watching fights, bro. Like, uh, I'm, I'm a big-time studier. Um you know, you can probably tell by the way I kind of break down fights. Uh, you know, I, I love studying and, uh, you know, I 
So yeah, outside MMA, bro, I, I don't do a whole lot to be honest with you. <laughs> do you but, uh, uh, do you watch other uh, like do you watch like uh, Muay Thai or combat jujitsu? Do you watch any of those things? Yeah, sometimes, man. I I kind of go through phases. Like sometimes I'm really into boxing. Sometimes I'm really into Muay Thai. Sometimes I'm kind of really into wrestling, jujitsu. So I kind of bounce all over the place. But um, but yeah, usually I just kind of like whatever style of fighting i i feel like i can imply I'll, I'll i'll really study that fighter and you know i i kind of get obsessed with it man so when i'm not actually in the gym i'm usually watching fights or you know hanging out with my girlfriend you know going for hikes staying active that sort of thing all right man i uh i appreciate you taking the time to to speak with me and uh hopefully uh hopefully we'll see you out there sooner rather than later and hopefully it's UFC or Contender Series or one of these other organizations that, uh, that can really uh, blossom you into, into something great. Appreciate it, brother. All right, yeah, man. thanks for the... All right, man, all the best. Stay okay, safe. Man. Your hands. Don't get sick. Yes, sir. You, you too, man. Have a good night.